Talk about anything you could think of. Dreams come in reality, you bring up. Oh, something new. Something yeah, new. we live in gold lifestyle, then it's true, man. Look at my crew. Sit for a while and get your roll on. We be talking that real, and they might prolong. Oh, drinks with Nate. Roll a little thing, fill a vibe with a bottle. What you say, yeah, yeah. Mmm, drinks with Nate. Leave it all on, get it alone. Make sure they know the name. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Drinks with Nay. I am Nay, obviously, and what am I drinking today? Because y'all know I'm drinking something. I am always drinking something. And the drink of choice today is... We got some douce, y'all. Yeah, we got some douce. Like Meg Desalian said, drinking douce out of motherfucking bottle. I'm a rapper, not a motherfucking model. Okay, and like Jay-Z said, 50% of douce, that's me and that's debt-free okay yes guys we are drinking black owned yes did y'all know jay-z owns douce yes he owns 50 percent of douce if you didn't know now you know okay moving on topic of conversation today what the fuck is new in the world of celebrities tv film music what what's up what's going on let's talk about it because y'all know i want to talk about it so let's drink and let's talk about it okay okay to start what's new I know y'all hear it and I know y'all love it because I've been getting a huge amount of compliments about this. My theme song, y'all. I have a fucking theme song. Y'all heard that theme song? Yeah, you did. Drinks one day. That's my shit. Please give a really big hand and I'm giving a really big thank you to my little brother. Yes, my blood brother. My family is more talented than yours. (laughs) Okay. Yes, my little brother wrote and engineered that song with his friends guys yes my family is talented as fuck okay shout out to my little brother for making that song for me it is so dope i love it so much y'all oh my god i've listened to it so many times i'm really proud of him for just the work he put into that and just his creativity because i gave him full creativity i told him he could do what he want i said just put the name in the song and say we could talk about whatever okay and he did such an amazing job so shout out to my little bro love him for that okay okay did y'all guys see the grammys yes the grammys happened the 63rd annual 2021 grammys happened today and a woman of the hour is always and (laughs) forever will be Beyonce, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Beyonce becomes the most decorated winner of the Grammys. Yes, she won her 28th Grammy tonight, and that makes her the most decorated in Grammys history. So congrats to Beyonce. Y'all know I love me some Beyonce. I'm a certified Beehive member. Shout out to her. Also, y'all, Blue Ivy becomes the second youngest person to win a Grammy in Grammy history. Yes, Blue Ivy, eight years old won a Grammy with her mom. Beyonce also won a Grammy with Meg Thee Stallion. Yes, Meg Thee Stallion is now a three-time Grammy award-winning artist. Okay, she won Best New Artist. She also won Best Rap Performance and Best Rap Song with Beyonce Savage, the remix one. Yeah, so congrats to Meg Thee Stallion. I'm still low-key upset at the fucking Grammys because they didn't want to nominate my baby daddy, my husband, my boyfriend, The Weeknd don't even get me started with that but yes anyway congrats to Beyonce, Meg Thee Stallion, and Blue Ivy also her won a Grammy as well shout out to her I love me some Taylor Swift yes I don't care if y'all knock me I'm a certified Taylor Swift fan I saw her in concert and baby girl is amazing but yes this one album of the year for her album Folklore so congrats to Taylor Swift um her she won song of the year And I think she also won another Grammy, but I really, really like uh, that song. I Can't Breathe. She won Song of the Year. Shout out to her. She's amazing. So if you're not a fan of her, you need to be a fan of her because what the hell is wrong with you? She's amazing. Anyway, moving on. And best R&B album went to um, John Legend. So shout out to John Legend. And Kanye West also won a Grammy. So shout out to them. I love seeing black people prosper. 
Uh, honestly, they're probably, there definitely were more winners. But yeah, congrats to all of the nominees and all of the winners tonight. Yeah, that was pretty amazing. It's been a year of music, definitely. Also, um, I don't know if you guys know who Matthew A. Cherry is. He's a screenwriter and a filmmaker. He wrote the short film that also won the Oscar for short film Hair Love. Yes, he won an album for Best Spoken Word. So, congrats to Matthew A. Cherry and to all of the amazing black people that I want tonight and everyone else. Okay? Okay. Um, since we're on a topic of Beyonce, we might as well talk about her husband. Yes, Jay-Z, whose alcohol we are drinking tonight. Do say, speaking of which, let me take a shot because I just realized I've been talking to y'all and I take a shot. Let me go ahead and take a shot, okay? Oh, okay. Hit different. <laughs> that is different. Yes. Um, let's talk about Jay-Z because he's amazing. Now, y'all know, y'all know I'm always up here talking about Jay-Z because that's my dude. You say what you want about that man, all y'all theories about him being an Illuminati, whatever. Jay-Z is a straight-up hustler. My man worked to get where he is. He is the only rapper that is a billionaire. Let's fucking talk about it, okay? My man's came from slinging fucking coke on a corner in Brooklyn, and now he's a fucking billionaire, okay? And not only, not only does he have complete control over the musicians who play at the Super Bowl, he did two fucking amazing ass deals this year, y'all, and it's only March, so my man not stopping, okay? So, a few days ago, Jay-Z sold majority of his stakes for his streaming service title for 297 million fucking dollars y'all yes he is still an owner he still has stakes in it but he sold majority of it to squarespace i don't know if you guys heard of it but yeah he sold majority of it to squarespace whose ceo is jack dorsey and i don't know if you guys remember him but last summer he was yachting in heaven ocean 11 with jay-z in the hamptons so now we know why Okay, yes, Jay-Z made that fucking $300 million bag. Not only did he sell majority of title for that price, he sits on the board for Squarespace. Yes, and Squarespace also owns Cash App. So shout out to fucking Jay-Z because like I said, he is a bona fide hustler. Another reason why I just respect and love Jay-Z so much, there are 16 co-owners who own a 3% stake in title. And they have owned this since Jay-Z started the streaming service. You know, part of those names are Beyonce, Kanye, Rihanna, Nicki, Minaj, Usher, T.I., Alicia Keys, and Lil Wayne, and um, the rest of the other 16. They all had a 3% stake in title. So when Jay-Z's old, they all made $8.9 million. Like, come on, my man, he 100% is like, we. one of us come up, we all come up. Like I said, he's all about black businesses i love it i respect it okay okay moving on not only did he sell majority of his stakes in title y'all he also just like a few weeks ago sold 50 percent of his champagne company ace of spades yes y'all know those pretty ass bottles that comes in green red and yellow yes that 300 bottle of champagne i think one of them is 600 jay-z was a hundred percent owner of that brand and he sold 50 percent of that of his champagne company to um lvmh moet hennessy louis vuitton yes that's the whole name y'all but yes he sold 50 percent of that to lvmh moet hennessy louis vuitton <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jay-Z. And also, just a fun fact for you guys to know, Jay-Z bought that company, I think, back in, like, probably uh, between the years of 2009 and 2013. I'm pretty sure it was, like, more like 2013 I don't remember but he brought that company because I don't know if you guys remember early in his career and up until he brought Ace of Spades anytime he talked about you know liquor he always shouted out the champagne company Cristal right because like that was another that's another high-end champagne company um yeah so he would always talk about how he was drinking Cristal so he would always rap about that having in his videos you know and then one day the CEO got asked how does he feel about hip-hop and rap artists using Cristal in, his, in their music videos and in their songs said he's not much of a fan of hip-hop and rap artists showcasing his bottles but he can't control who buys it so y'all know what Jay-Z did Jay-Z went and he brought his own champagne company and 
He puts that in every one of his fucking videos. That's what the fuck you get. And that's another reason why I respect Jay-Z so much. Because, you know, he's one of those people who's just like, well, fuck buying from the white man when we could own our own shit and we could be just as rich. Jay-Z is 100% supporter of black-owned businesses, okay? Because that's some fucking bullshit, like... You know, that the CEO of Crystal says. So, of course, Jay-Z was like, fuck that. Well, I'm going to have my own high-end brand of champagne and it's going to be worth more to you. And then look, only a few years later, he sold 50% of that shit to the owners of Moet, Hennessy, and Louis Vuitton. Like, come on. Come on. Talk about buy black, baby. You don't want black people to buy your shit? Okay, we'll make our own shit and we'll do it better. Okay? Okay. And in one of his songs, Jay-Z also says... I'll be damned if I'm drinking Belvedere when Diddy got rock. We buy black. We buy black, baby. Okay. Okay. And that's why I'm over here drinking his douce because you got to put some respect to that man's name. Okay. Okay. Yes. Also, y'all, Rihanna's Savage X Fenty company is now worth a billion dollars. Yes. Yes. Rihanna's company, Savage X Fenty, which is her lingerie line, is now worth a billion dollars. Shout out to Sis. Also, fun fact to know, both Savage X Fenty and Fenty Beauty, you know, her makeup line, are co-owned by LVMH. Yes, the French luxury company that also bought Jay-Z's 50% of Ace of Spades. Okay, like I said, Jay-Z knows how to, Jay-Z knows this shit, okay. Jay-Z made the right move, Rihanna made the right move, and now they're both worth a billion dollars. So shout out to them, right? I love to see black people prosper. Okay, okay. Now, also with Jay-Z, you know, I think I mentioned it before. He has complete control over the artists who perform at the Super Bowl. So, you know, this past Super Bowl, he had her sing America the Beautiful and Jasmine Sullivan sing the Star Spangled Banner. And my man, my baby, my boyfriend, my whole life, the weekend performed at the halftime show, y'all, and he killed it i don't care what y'all say about the weekend that man is amazing i physically loved his performance but i'm a little biased because i love me some weekend okay like i've listened to his albums numerous times for numerous hours like it's insane how much i support that man okay so he did a really really good job to me at the super bowl okay and not to mention i love his song blinding lights from his last album after hours okay so shout out to the weekend because he never disappoints he never disappoints me y'all like never never okay okay let's take another shot because let's just take another shot obviously i got water next to me guys like i said hydration is key okay okay so the super bowl y'all the super bowl happened yep it was the buccaneers against the seattle seahawks and y'all know who's the qb of the buccaneers tom brady i hate to say it but he won his seventh ring yes tom brady is legit the goat of football i guess i have to admit that okay and i'm saying that because y'all I'm a Giants fan for one and two I'm not that much of a fan of Tom Brady okay generally I don't really like to generally I don't support anyone who supports Trump and I saw that red ass make America great again hat he had behind him during one of his interviews okay so no I don't so I'm not too fond of Tom Brady but I'll give credit where credit is due he is he has won his seventh ring anyway with the Super Bowl the NFL this one I'll fuck with y'all See, now the NFL, NFL want to be sus. You know, they. I'm all for companies, you know, changing their mind, learning and growing. But did y'all see that commercial that the NFL did for Black Lives Matter? Yeah, I had to go silent on that one because didn't they fire Colin Kaepernick for kneeling during the national anthem and in pro, protest of police brutality? Huh? Let me repeat that. Didn't the NFL fire Colin Kaepernick for kneeling during the national anthem in protest against police brutality of black people? Huh. Okay. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, it was them, right? And then they had this long ass commercial talking about how the NFL supports Black Lives Matter. 
No, you don't. Because where was this commercial last year? There was a Super Bowl last year. I ain't seen no NFL supports Black Lives Matters last year. What about the year before that? The year before that. Okay, I fucking thought so. I mean, I'm all for people growing, learning, and changing. But when it comes to companies like this, you know, the NFL, the NBA, all of these fucking companies that are now supporting Black Lives Matter, we stand with black people, all of this bullshit. Obviously, they're only doing this because of what happened last year during this time with George Floyd and also with Breonna Taylor and what Elijah... Like, we we know y'all are just trying to save face now because y'all have so much time to support Black Lives Matter because it ain't, it's not new. It ain't new. It ain't new. It ain't new. So why all y'all hopping on this train now? If y'all really supported Black Lives Matter, one Colin Kaepernick nailing wouldn't have been an issue because let's not forget Tim Tebow kneeled during the national anthem because he didn't want to stand for a flag that supported abortion. Let me repeat that. Tim Tebow kneeled during the national anthem because he didn't want to stand for a flag that supported abortion. Okay, so the NFL is okay with being anti-abortion but not being anti-police brutality against black people. What's funny to me, though, when I think about that, like how Tim Tebow is, you know, was still able to play his football career until he decided to leave. And he wasn't hated as much as Colin Kaepernick was. Everyone saying they got to boycott the NFL, calling him disrespectful and all of this bullshit. Where was that energy with Tim Tebow? You know, a wise person told me once, like I had this conversation with someone. And he said to me, he said, it is easy for a government, for a country, for people to stand behind abortion than it is to stand against racism. And that rings so fucking true because everybody and a mother want to stand up and say they're anti-abortion, but yet not everybody and a mother want to say they're against racism. Not everybody and a mother want to call out white privilege. Not everyone and their mother want to call out the, these companies don't have any board of directors that are black or of color. They hardly promote anyone to a higher position who is black or of color, but they're quick to say, oh, we stand against abortion. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Exactly why I say all these companies are just saving face at this point. Because they realize how majority of their fucking consumers are black people. Are people of color. Y'all the only white people consume what y'all did? Y'all the only white people watch the NFL? Y'all the only white people watch the NBA? Only white people shopped at these stores? No. And if y'all are so Black Lives Matter, pull the fuck up when there's a problem. If you see some wrongdoing happening against someone you know of color, stand up for them. Don't be don't be quiet about it, especially if they're your friend or family. Stand up for your black friends. Stand up for your black family. Don't just do that shit quietly because being quiet don't mean shit, honestly. Silence is just the same as complacent. Please do not be complacent or silent. If you are so for Black Lives Matter, then stand up for black lives. Stand up for your black workers, your black educators. Moving on, because y'all know how I get with that subject, okay? Okay, y'all, so Meg won her Grammys. um, And she dropped a lawsuit against Tory Lanez. Yeah, from that whole shooting incident that happened last summer. Yeah, there's no more trial or anything going on. There's no more charges. She dropped them against Tory Lanez, which is kind of interesting because what happened i want to know (laughs) like at this point we're all fucking invested in it right um it's like let me chill um hopefully everything that happened happened for the best for both parties at least toy lanes is still doing his thing shout out to toy lanes i listened to his album y'all that shit was so good like, he was all the way in his bag. <laughs> like, all the way in his bag. But no, it was really good album. That was my gym workout session this morning. Okay, yo. <laughs> I'm laughing because... <laughs> it's funny to me, obviously. And I'm laughing. Because it's funny to me. But, um, Danny Lee... Or is it Danny Lee? I don't know. I'm going to say Danny Lee. Um, I only know like one song by her. Um, if you guys don't know who she is, I think she's an up and coming R&B artist. I don't really know if she has an album, but literally I heard one song by her. It's her Easy Remix with Chris Brown, which I actually enjoy. And I like the video and the visuals and the dancing and that. But anyway, 
Um, I'm not really sure about her though, okay? Now this is just my opinion, but I'm pretty sure a lot of black people share this opinion. Like not trying to be fucked up, but whatever. Um, so y'all know a few months ago Danny Lee started dating the baby. Uh Danny Lee is Dominican, I believe. Just straight up Dominican, like both for her. She is not fully black. Let me start by saying that. And also she's light skin. Um, the baby is a uh, dark skin, right? And around this time they were dating, Danny Lee drops a song called Yellowbone. And if you don't know, Yellowbone is a phrase that we use in the black community to describe a light skin black female, right? So Danny Lee writes a song called Yellowbone, makes a song, whatever. And she posts like a little snippet of it on instagram one of the lyrics of the song goes like yellow bone yellow bone that's what he wants right that pretty much that the song was basically just talking about how she's light-skinned and how basically that how she's lit because she's light-skinned i guess i don't know like i said it was a small snippet now she never posted the song because because of so much backlash and controversy it caused a lot of people called her out because there is a very huge problem that we face in the black community and in other communities of color of colorism. So the definition for colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. It's a very real problem we have in the black community as well as other communities of color, like I said, where darker skin female and men are portrayed as less desirable you know there's like a whole thing with colorism in our community alone let alone let alone colorism in like Hollywood and just media in general if you ever notice when there is a black daughter or a black female main cast usually they are of a lighter skin tone why do you think you always see actresses like Zendaya or Yaria Shaddad or Stormy Reid when there are a lot other black actresses who are darker than them and or a dark skin tone in general but they never really get the main parts or anything hence the color is no problem we have so a lot of people got really upset at Danny Lee and they called her out they're like oh this song is colorist you know you're promoting colorism all of that now me personally now this is just me and I'm saying that because I am technically would be described as like a light skin. I have been called the yellow bone. I have been called yellow light, all of that. So I can't speak too much on colorism. Like, yes, I know it's very present. And because it's not a problem that affects me personally, I don't want to sit here and speak for everyone. Okay, but I just have my opinions on it. The song itself to me was just bad. <laughs> like not the context of it, but just like the little snippet she posted. It just didn't sound like a good song. Like it wasn't catchy. I didn't want to sing it in my car. I didn't want to dance to it. It was just uh, not a good song. Um, I personally don't see an issue with her making this song called Yellow Bone because of the fact that there are other female artists and other male artists who have who have songs about darker skinned women, brown skinned women. So it's kind of a hit and miss. Some people have different opinions on it. I feel like if you're gonna write a song about being a light skinned, at least make it a good one. Come on, sis. But that was one thing, right? The second thing was it became more of a problem and an issue and just a whole question of Danny Lee's character because of how she responded to the people who were offended by it right so obviously it was shared on you know the gossip pages on like instagram and twitter and everyone was talking about it, it was it was talking about on twitter instagram everyone was talking about it. it was on radio it was all questions um i think the biggest issue that came is how she responded to it like not in the song itself i think it's just more of an issue on how she responded to it that became more of a problem like a lot of people accused her of really only writing this song because of the fact 
that she was like throwing shots at the baby who was her boyfriend at the time at his baby mother who is a dark-skinned female so a lot of people called her out on that they're like that's very fucked up for you to do considering the fact that you're dating a whole dark-skinned man who has a whole dark-skinned child and the way she responded to this is like more of the problem for me and the whole issue and I think what pissed everyone off because instead of just you know accepting that okay the song may have hurt some feelings and may have offended some people and just trying to you know say I understand what you know about colorism and all of this she chose to just respond very rudely to everyone and I'm guessing the assumption that she wrote the song as a shade to the baby mother probably pissed her off I don't know but she just was responding very rudely to everyone like you know the gossip pages the regular fans and she was just saying that we were hating and everything like completely ignoring the fact that like okay so you are really advocating a problem you know maybe just learn more about it she chose to be super rude and ignorant and then like two days later she issues an apology and then like another few days later she issues another apology and sis is wearing braids. When the fuck has Danny Lee ever wear braids? And that started a whole other issue because everyone's like, sis, you wear your hair straight or curly like half the time. So the one time you have to apologize to the black community, you put box braids in your hair? Hmm, that's a little sus. And then it became the conversation of like whether or not she has the right to use the word nigga. It came into a whole question of like who technically is black and everything. And now it's almost as if she's trying to completely change who she is. You know, now she's now one, she's she's a whole blonde hair girl and she's very light. And now every picture you see her post, she's wearing more urban hairstyles, you know, like more ponies and more weaves and everything when she was never really doing this and now every time she's posting a picture her skin looks darker like she has one too many shades darker of her foundation that she needs to have so it's like what's going on here um we don't know I'm also not the person who should speak too much on this topic the song wasn't good from the start you know, and I see no wrong in her making that song because like I said, there are other songs. You know, there are other artists who have songs about, you know, brown skin and dark skin females. So I think everyone should be able to do it. You know, but I feel like, again, I say this all the time. If you're going to do something that you know could come off as controversial, don't be upset when you start getting that feedback. Just respond to it and move on. Don't respond ignorantly. Don't call people haters. Don't call them dumb. Don't talk down on them like they don't understand or they don't have a right to feel the way they feel. So not everyone's going to like what you do or put out. But be ready for what may come if you decide to touch on a topic like that. Okay? Okay. Okay. And since we're on the topic of music, let me, let's talk about... Let's talk about my girls, Chloe and Haley. Yes, Chloe and Haley. They're amazing. They're an amazing duo. They're two sisters. They're beautiful. They're black. They're very, very, very talented. You have to, they are their own writers, producers, engineers, choreographers. They, they are amazing. Okay. I love me some Chloe and Haley. Chloe has been in, you know, the limelight a little more now um, because for so long, they had a shared Instagram, Twitter, all their social medias were shared. And now they each have their own separate individual Instagrams and Facebooks, Instagrams, Facebook, Twitter, whatever. So Chloe, she's being a lot more open with her, the love she has for herself and just the way she feels about herself, which shouldn't be wrong at all. Sis is 23. It takes a really long time. For women, maybe men too, I can't speak on men, but being a woman, for some women, it takes a really long time to get to the point where you can openly be comfortable in your own skin and not be nitpicking at every flaw you think you may have and not being so stuck on what society says is the perfect size or what their standard of beauty is. And for black women, it's so much more to it. Like you have to, you can't, your hair can't be a certain way. You have to do this. You have to do that. There's so much shit saying how a woman should be act and think at any age at any given time so it's a lot okay 
And coming from a female who has worked really hard to get to the level of self-love that I am at and I know I still have a long ways to go, that shit is hard, okay? It is the biggest battle you will have with yourself. It is. It requires so much levels of discipline and just overall changing the way you think and see yourself, okay? And I say all of this because Chloe became... Chloe got so much heat when she started posting these photos and, you know, videos of her dancing and just being so her and just being herself, you know, and loving herself openly. It became a question on whether or not she was doing that to get niggas attention. Like, come on. Not everything a females do is to get attention from a man. Can we please get rid of that fucking stigma? Please, please. I beg you. Okay. If a woman wants to post a picture in a sexy-ass dress just because she thinks she looks sexy, she should be able to do that without being called thirsty or being called a hoe or being called this or that. Like, oh my God. Like, so many people decided to comment on this girl just living her life. And suddenly it's an issue. Like, come on, she is 23. And it was mainly coming from women. From black women, and that shit saddens me because we need to be lifting each other up, seriously, because we we get so much shit. Just thing like colorism and just stereotypes of how a black woman should be and everything. We deal with so much shit, the last thing we need to be doing is putting down another black female. And usually you're only putting her down because you don't have that confidence for yourself. You're jealous, you're envious, because you want to be where she is. You know, you want to be where she is. You want to have that love she has for herself. You you want that. And it's okay to want that and not tear her down in the process. Like, can we please learn that? You can give credit to someone else. You can clap for someone else. You can say someone else is beautiful. You can comment on their body. You can do all of that and not see that in yourself without tearing someone else down, okay? It is not insane to be happy for the person next to you even if you're not there yet okay like it is so sad you know and then granted she got that from a lot of men too like they're saying that oh women have to be modest and all of this bullshit like oh can we get rid of that stigma please okay if a woman wants to be modest great if she wants to be sexy great if she wants to be a thought if she wants to be a bad bitch great if she wants to be a savage great let women be who the fuck they want to be Okay, if you don't like that type of woman, then go for the woman you like. Because I promise you, if you're saying that Chloe Bailey should be a little more modest, I'm pretty sure there's a female who's a little more modest that you can date. Okay, okay, like, come on. (laughs) Grow the fuck up. Get out of your stereotypical misogynistic ass thinking, please. Because it does no one any good. No one. Ciao. Whoa. You know, and while we're on this topic, right, there's a because there's a few different things that like fall under this topic that we can talk about. A little while after, you know, Chloe Bailey started posting all of these posts, you know, just being her or whatever. Trey Songs, one of his sex tapes got leaked. And no one batted a fucking eyelash. No one, no one, no one, no one. He just posted only his on. He just posted it on his OnlyFans, and people started paying to see it. Not, not, not one person bashed him, called him a hoe, called him thirsty, called him this, called him that. No one, no one, no one did that. Why? Because he's a fucking man. So it's okay for a man to post shit like that and to be very much into himself and love himself out loud and there's no issue. He's not thirsty. He's not attention-seeking. He's not doing this to get the eyes of every female in the world. No? No, so why is it any different for Chloe? Answer, it isn't. So don't fucking tell me it isn't an issue. It's a, it's a very huge issue, okay? Not to mention there's people who are criticizing Lori Harvey for dating as she should be. Like, what's his fucking name? Lil Boozy, who paid for his son to lose his virginity to a prostitute, thinks he has the right to call Lori Harvey a hoe and say she's ran through and questions other men if they would want their daughter to be like that. Yo, Boozy, that ain't your fucking daughter. And why are you commenting on a bitch that you can't even fuck if you tried? Like, come on. Why is it that when a woman is dating the same way a man would, the woman's a hoe? She's ran through. 
No guy will want her because everyone's had her. What? Hell, more people were talking shit about Lori Harvey and how she's dating, but no one be saying shit about Future. Not to come at Future, but like, Future dating history is fucking insane. Yeah, that's normal for a man, right? But Lori Harvey's a hoe. Lori Harvey's trash and ran through and it's not desirable because, because she chooses to date, because she chooses to date and not give a fuck what anyone says chow oh my god please again i say get rid of your immature toxic ass misogynistic ass stereotypical ass way of thinking it is 2021 a woman shouldn't have to fit any fucking standard she should just be her like come on who oh sorry oh sorry y'all the feminism is just like aching like she's scratching it needs to get out because i mean i I've been wanting to talk about this with y'all, yo, okay? Okay, why does it upset so many people when artists like Meg Thee Stallion, Cardi B, Nicki, City Girls, Doja, when they're very vocal about how they enjoy sex? Why is that such an issue when they're rapping about their own body and very vocal about how they date and how they wanna date? Why is that such an issue? Why is that so bad for a woman to do? Oh, how are they poisoning the minds of young women but nobody says shit about throat baby? Why? Because that's a, a male artist, right? Talking about his sexual activity. Yeah, he does it, it's okay. But Cardi B saying she got a wet ass pussy is a problem. You know, Meg Thee Stallion saying she likes to fuck and twerk is a problem. But songs like Throat Baby and so many fucking years of male rap artists and hip hop artists talking about how they fuck every bitch and how they do this and they do that and their dick is this and that. And no one bets a fucking eyelash. But let a woman say, oh, I like to drink and I like to have sex. That That's an issue. Oh, what's wrong with women these days? Why is there so many fucking questions when it comes to a woman being very vocal about her sexuality and being okay with it? Why, why? does it make you uncomfortable? That's no one else's problem but your own. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. But if you're going to sit there and say women shouldn't be singing songs like that, then tell these male artists they shouldn't be singing songs like that either. Keep it 100% fair. And if you did that, then half of these fucking male artists wouldn't have shit to rap about. You can't play one song by a male artist when they're not talking about how big their dick is or how many bitches suck their dick or how much bitch or how many bitches they fucked. Okay? Okay. Like, don't. Hell, half of Tory Lane's album that I listened to today mentioned him having sex with all these females and being a very sexual person. There's no issue there, right? But City Girls is ratchet. Okay, okay. Okay, whatever the fuck you want to say. And lastly, with this topic, um, can we talk about Aisha Curry for a second? You know, Aisha Curry, the wife of Stephen Curry, the ball player or whatever. Yeah. So, Sis came under fire because she recently posted, like, she did a new shoot, right, for some magazine. Very beautiful shoot. Sis is gorgeous. But an old tweet of hers resurfaced probably, like, 2016, 2017, 18, one of those years. She tweeted how she doesn't like that women, that there are some women who wear revealing clothing. She thinks it's more appropriate to be modest and keep it locked away for your husband. Again, if you want to be modest, do you, boo? You're a respectable woman. But if a woman wants to dress revealing, do you, boo? You're a respectable woman. Neither woman deserves any less respect. So why is it an issue if another woman is not as modest as you? Now, in reference to the tweet, she responded saying how no one ever asked her what was the what was the context behind the tweet. She claimed that she was at a Starbucks and a woman's nipple pasties was showing. So she tweeted that she doesn't she doesn't see how women, you know, how some women like to show everything, whereas she prefers to be modest. Hell, even if that was the case, you saw a chick with her nipple pasty showing. What does that have to do with you? Sweetie, her being revealing doesn't take away anything from you. You are still the bad bitch that you are, and she very much still can be the bad bitch that she is. And no one has to lose any respect for the other. But because you choose to say something like that, you think you're better than 
the women who wear more revealing clothing, but then two years later you're posing nude for a magazine? Hmm, interesting. Like I said, usually the women who talk like that are upset that they don't have that confidence to wear revealing clothing or to, you know, or to do new photo shoots or to be like Chloe Bailey and post very sexy photos and just being very in love with yourself. Like I said, you do not have to knock down another female to make yourself feel like you're up. It is uncalled for. That shit solves nothing. And it just makes you look bitter and sad, sweetie. That shit is not a pretty color or any female. So again, I say, you do not have to tear any other female down to make you feel up. It is not called for. It is okay if you feel some type of way about yourself. If you're having self-esteem issues or low, or low self-confidence, it's okay. Work on it. One of the greatest loves you'll have is loving yourself. Learn how to love yourself and don't worry about the next woman. Everyone has their own issues to deal with, sweetie. Focus on you, okay? Okay, gosh, moving on. Okay, that's it with that topic, guys. I promise that's it. That's it. Okay. So, a few movies that I think you guys should be watching. Or watch, at least. Y'all know I love my movies, so I'm always watching some movies. Obviously, um, as my last episode said, if y'all haven't seen it yet, go see it. Judas and the Black Messiah. Amazing-ass film. It's amazing. However, I also saw movies like um, The Little Things. With, it's a movie with Denzel Washington and Jared Leto. They, um, Denzel Washington plays a detective, hunted by his past and trying to solve him, um, and trying to solve a murder. Really good movie, guys. A, a nice twist at the end. I definitely recommend it. And um, it's Denzel Washington. So should I give you any more reason to? <laughs> okay. Besides the fact that it was written really well, cast really well, and I love the shots. Like I just love the lighting of that film. It was very dark, which kind of makes sense considering the topic of the movie I kind of get why they did the lighting that way like the mood is really intense and they're trying to solve a mystery so it's like a lot of the lights and some of the uh, most of those shots and scenes were like really a little dark and gloomy which I kind of digged which I definitely digged so definitely watch the little thing guys um one night in Miami oh my god directed by Regina King who was nominated for a Golden Globe which which makes her only i believe the i think that makes her the first woman of color to be nominated in the director category for um a golden globe so shout out to regina king love her sis is beautiful and amazing yes give her her money give her her due she is lit also another movie you guys should see the movie soul such a good fucking movie okay guys it's an animation from um disney and pixar so good it just talks on so many beautiful topics about you know following your dreams and sticking with your passion and living life to live it and not getting stuck in your past and your regrets and everything or being food and or being too focused on the future it's definitely a really good movie, guys. Anyone can enjoy that. I definitely recommend watching Soul. And also, Jamie Foxx is in it. Yes, he is the main character. That movie also won Golden Globe for Best Animation Film. So definitely watch um, Soul, guys. I promise you, you won't regret it. Um, I'm a little iffy with this movie, but the movie Malcolm and Marie, it came out on Netflix back in February. Just because I'm not a huge fan of white writers writing about black people when they know nothing of black people. Aside from just that little part, um, I, I did overall enjoy the movie. However, I just, that's not a couple I would root for. That is me, although that movie is directed really well. Um, it is in black and white, so I kind of really like that. It's like a homage to like classic Hollywood films. It is shot really nicely too, so I definitely would recommend you guys watching it and formulate your own opinion. I, however, really wouldn't watch it again, And uh, but whatever. <laughs> um, Y'all know I'm a Marvel fanatic, so... I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely, I'm definitely telling you guys to watch WandaVision. It is so fucking amazing. Oh my god, WandaVision is great. Oh, okay. 
not only is the acting just phenomenal, but just the sets and the graphics and just the story. Like, oh my god, that writing was superb. Seriously, guys, oh my god. Okay, even if you're not a big Marvel fan or you haven't really seen a lot of the movies, you can still watch WandaVision and get Oh, and you would understand everything that's going on. You probably just won't know who exactly Wanda is or Vision or maybe some references to like the movies, but there's not a lot. So you guys can actually, anyone can watch this. Okay, it's a really good story. It's a limited series. It's on Disney+. Plus. There are only nine episodes. It is really, really good. I Oh my God, I recommend you guys watch that. And um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, another Marvel show that's about to come out on Disney Plus in a week. Um, I definitely recommend everyone watch, everyone watch that. Oh my god, I can't wait. Y'all know I love Captain America, so <laughs> I'm, re- I'm ready for Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I'm definitely going to be talking to you guys about that too. Mortal Kombat is coming out. Yes, they did another live action to Mortal Kombat, and I'm actually really excited. I have always been a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, so I'm really, really excited about this new live action because we have come so far with technology and just camera-wise, graphic-wise, editing-wise. Like, there's so much new shit, so I'm really excited to see how they did Mortal Kombat. Like, I I can't wait. I'm I'm excited, okay? So I'm definitely uh, recommending everyone watch Mortal Kombat. Oh my god, did you guys watch that Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview with Oprah? Mmm, yeah, that shit was, that was a lot of tea. That was some tea there, okay? One, not Kate making Meghan cry, okay? Like, what? Not them worrying about how dark Archie's skin would come out. What? Like... Uh, I know Meghan Markle is half black, but have y'all looked at her? Sis is light as hell. (laughs) Like, she's light as hell. And Prince Harry is white as hell. In what way would y'all think that baby come out really dark? Or dark at all? Okay. Uh, This is how dumb racism is. Because even racists don't even realize how fucking dumb they sound. They just continue to talk stupidly. And they sound stupid. Okay, two, and this one pissed me off, y'all, because I'm very, you know, open with you guys about, you know, my problems with depression and anxiety, and I'm in therapy and everything. Um, so this one really hit home when Megan told that during her time at the palace, you know, that she started having suicidal thoughts and she became very depressed and she felt so alone. And she went to get help. Like, she went to ask for help from the palace. And they denied her because they said it will look bad. Like, what the fuck? A woman came to you, said she's having frightening thoughts and suicidal thoughts. And she wants to seek help. And you deny her that? That's very fucking scary and problematic. Because do you know how hard it is for anyone, male or female, who are in situations like depression and anxiety and just a lot of mental issues, you know how hard it is for them to go to someone. It can be very hard. So the fact that she had these thoughts and she wanted help and they denied it to her is so scary because that woman could have turned around and killed herself. And that shit breaks my heart because... It took me a very long time before I was able to ask for help and to actually go out and seek help. So we don't know how long it took her to get the courage to ask someone for help. You know, she probably would have, she probably already was thinking it like, okay, these thoughts are scaring me. I want help. I want to go get help. But then it still probably took her some time before she actually told anyone that she needed help. And it... (laughs) That is so upsetting. It's just, oh my God, it that broke my heart into a million pieces. That woman was pregnant at the time. That That is very frightening. And I love Prince Harry so much that he got his wife out of that situation. He just said, no, I love you. I'm choosing you and we're leaving. Yes, yes, okay. I love it. Your mother taught you so right. And also shout out to Tyler Perry who who let them live in his house and give them security when the palace denied all of that when they left the monarch. So 
shout out to Tyler Perry. You know, that man, he may not write the best movies and shows anymore, but he he looks out for his people, and I definitely respect that, and I will give that to him. He needs to hire more writers, but um, that's another conversation for another day. But, yeah. So, prayers to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, and I'm so glad that she is healthy and in a better situation now because when I tell you, there's nothing scarier than being trapped in your head and feeling alone. That shit will eat you alive. That shit will eat you alive. And when you get out of that space, you don't ever want to go back in there. So I applaud Prince Harry for standing by his wife. And I applaud Megan for trying to get help and for being open to her husband about the thoughts and fears she was having. Because it's really hard to do that. So, and, you know, obviously shout out to Tyler Perry. Y'all, Serena Williams lost. You know, she lost at the U.S. Open. Definitely sucks, but at the same time, shout out and big ups to Naomi for winning the U.S. Open. Yes, sis, yes. She is definitely well on her ways to be trailing right behind Serena Williams, and I'm positive Serena Williams will have no problem passing that torch to her. That girl is very vocal about her opinions and her stance on everything and she is damn good at tennis so I look forward to seeing the rest of her career and I'm sure many of us do as well okay 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 and lastly which I think is mad cool and I definitely want to end this episode on a super high note guys I think it's amazing for Nike shout out to Nike they created one of the very first sneakers for disabled people and y'all one the sneaker looks dope as fuck and i applaud nike for being one of the very first retail companies for including all different types of people there are not only able-bodied people in this world they are people who do have disabilities that prevent them from putting their shoes on with their hands or just putting their shoes on by themselves altogether there are many people with disabilities that prevent them from putting their shoes on by themselves So to create a shoe that allows you to not only put the shoe on and take it off without the use of your hands is very amazing. And it's a sign of progress and a sign of hope in the world. So shout out to Nike. And hopefully when the shoe drops, it doesn't doesn't get swept up with like Jordans and Yeezys because I really want the people who need the shoe, who will have a use of this shoe to get the shoe. Okay, I think it's dope, but I'm not going to buy it when I know there are disabled people who need it more than I do. I have plenty of sneakers. I have plenty of sneakers, and I'm sure a lot of us do too. So let's think of the people who the shoes were designed for. Okay? Okay. Right? So that's it for this episode of Drinks with Nay. Obviously, I'm Nay, and today's drink consisted of water because hydration and, you know... My little Duce bottle over there, yeah. Like my theme song says, roll a little thing, fill a vibe with a bottle of Duce. Drinks with Nay. <laughs> okay, guys. Um, bye. Oh, drinks with Nay. Roll a little thing, fill a vibe with a bottle of Duce. Yeah, yeah.